Hey everybody, welcome to the Arcade Podcast. It's John, aka Kawaii Guy, and I am slightly awake after a crazy, crazy event uh, this past weekend that we'll definitely talk about here on the podcast. But I'm joined by two lovely, lovely gentlemen. To my left, I have Howard the oh, Pinsky. I was looking at Tim because he's like, he's to my left, not to your Oh, left. we're sitting at a round table. It makes it way more confusing. Hello, Sorry. I'm Howard Pinsky. <laughs> and we're sitting over here. We got Tim, Bad Gamer I'm, Tim. I'm Tim, Bad Gamer Tim. And thank you for calling me lovely, John. I really appreciate it. Well, it's the only time you're going to hear it because this this world, it's going crazy. And I'm not talking about anything that's happened in the world sphere. I'm talking right. about the NES Classic. Oh. It went on sale today. And we missed crazy. it. And we missed it. How did we miss it? Because Amazon sucks. Well, I can't say that. <laughs> Amazon's great. Um, it was on sale from a few different vendors, but at 2 o'clock our time today... Amazon basically imploded on itself. I was sitting there refreshing like an Apple event, and it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. So were you? We were sitting on the page for the NES Classic, and it just wasn't going through, or what was happening? Oh, I wasn't physically sitting on the page. Well, give me a play-by-play. Uh, like, what was it like? The that. page was on my computer. Okay. And it was there. I can see the NES Classic staring at me. I refresh and refresh and refresh. It hit two o'clock, and nothing. And then finally, eventually, after a few re- more refreshes, probably about eight minutes later, it said add to cart. And it just like glowed in front of my face. And I hit it. <laughs> and then it crashed. And then it crashed. Yeah. And then it crashed. The it cart? just went to a white white screen. And then I went back. I added it to the cart again. And then it gave me some weird error. And then rinse and repeat. And then you just you ended up not getting an AS Classic today. Then I went to jump off a bridge. Well, but we saved you, and we brought you, and you're like, hey, but by the way. you one close enough. Yeah. No. Yeah, because we're in L.A. So, sorry. So, so sorry about that. Well, but I hate to tell you, I did buy five of them and you, resold them already. How, wait, them. wait a second. How did you how did you get them so fast? You know, I just did it accidentally. I was going to buy some groceries on Amazon and uh, accidentally ended up with a few Nintendos instead. Just delete your existence. This reminds me of a person who goes to Walgreens and picks up one of those Atari, like, 2501 sets that doesn't actually have the Atari games on it. would definitely be me. So Tim is going to be giving away five NES classics to the arcade community. He'll be putting it up on Gleam, and uh, best of luck to everybody. For a $400. Okay, so this is the thing that's really making me upset. It's like, this is a lot (laughs) like... The amiibo culture of last year, I was mm-hmm. one of these folks that would, you know, hey, we're releasing wave two of the amiibos, and I'm sitting there on Amazon, rapidly refreshing, being like, okay, I got to get this next line, going to get this next line, because they're going to sell out super fast, which they always did. But the thing that really made me angry about that scene is, like, for example, for the NES amiibo, because I'm a huge Earthbound collector, I'm like, I got to get that. I ended up having to re like buy it off a reseller for mm. $65. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Only for it to be released months later, of course, at of the course. $12 or $8 a piece. Ugh. And so that's what I think about the NES Classic. I see people buying it for its MSRP of like 60 bucks, and then reselling it already on Amazon through their third-party resellers for 250 to $300 a piece. That's crazy. Why? Why do people do that? I, I get profit. And you know what? I'm not even going to say I, I understand why <laughs> they do it. I understand it. Money. But for the consumer that wants the games... The people who genuinely want to play these things, they're the ones who are getting screwed. It's like sure. Comic-Con all over again. Have you guys been yep. to like the, the exclusives? Mm-hmm. I'm sure BlizzCon was like BlizzCon's this as well. BlizzCon's the exact same. So, so 
did you see that happening at because you were just at BlizzCon? We're gonna talk a bit about that. Yes. Did you see that happening at the event? People buying out tons of the merch and then immediately flipping up their phone and listing it on eBay. I we definitely did see because we looked at eBay afterwards and people were reselling things like crazy. BlizzCon does a nice thing where they do limit how many things you can buy of certain items, right. like the Funko Pops. You can only buy two of them. But still, people are buying two of them, and then they bring their friends, and each of them buy two of them, and then they resell them for double or triple mm. because they're very exclusive. They're things that typically are only sold at BlizzCon. Ay. And that's what we were seeing today with the NES Classic is they're buying it, and for the sole purpose of making extra profits, and I don't know. As a you consumer, know what they should do? It makes me angry. I had an idea a while back for eBay because my wife gets really angry when this sort of thing happens because she's a big Funko Pop collector. Yeah. And when people just buy these things and then resell them, what eBay should do, and I don't know if they're allowed, I mean, I'm sure they're allowed to do this because this is uh, their website, for certain items that are restricted, currently being sold in stores, they should force people to start the bidding at MSRP. So if people want to bid seven times higher, then great, go That's for it. That's on them, yeah. But they should not allow people to list the items for four or five or six times higher than yeah. the MSRP. Ooh, well that gets into that whole market and trade agreement stuff that yeah, I just don't mess with. It may not be a thing, but it I, should be. But I like that idea. It's just like if the item is worth X, or at least so the company is declaring, we as consumers are then just like, well, no, we're going to artificially increase this because we know we're going to rake in profit. I remember the, when the Wii came out, it was in super small supply. And I remember, I was just like, I got to have it for the holidays. It's my big thing. I got to have it. And I remember driving out to a place in Beverly Hills and having a very odd exchange between a husband and wife uh, to get the Wii. That's, uh, oh, I heard about this. That, that sounds really dirty the way I just it said it. But no, but I, I wandered up to that house. I, it was just like paying cash. So I brought a, a wad of like a couple hundred yeah. to go get this uh, this Wii. I walk in the door and the husband looks frazzled and he's like, "You're here for the Wii, right?" And I'm, yeah, I didn't think you were that expecting anybody else. else. Exactly, yeah. you're here for the Wii. And then, <laughs> then in the back room, I hear the wife shouting, da -da -da -da, just like shouting, yelling at her husband. So I'm guessing he maybe got her for her as like a gift and oh, she didn't no. like it. And then he has to get it out. Um, he's got to whip his Wii out. He's got to get his Wii out of there. So therefore, I came to pay for the Wii. This is really wrong. So in, oh I guess boy. in conclusion, what I was trying to say is I I hate fake market. What is that? Just increase in price. What's that? What's that called? Inflation. Inflation. That's it. That's what I was looking for. Inflation. Yeah. So it's the NES Classic does not deserve this. It does not deserve to be mistreated in such a way, to mishandled in such a way. And when you remember this, it's like, you can buy an original Nintendo right now on eBay or Amazon for $40 to $50. If you want the original classic, you can get that for yeah. far cheaper than the NES classic. You might have to blow a little bit, but... Ex you know. <laughs> God bless it. Okay, we're moving the on. Car the cartridges. <laughs> blow in the cartridges. Uh -huh. All right, all right. We got wheeze, we got blowing. All right, moving on. Oh, BlizzCon. Wait. I want to hear all about BlizzCon. Oh, that's me. I didn't go. I'm still laughing at my cr crappy joke. Um, BlizzCon <laughs> was, you would. BlizzCon you would. was great. All right, moving on. Well, it didn't blow. No, it did not blow. You So you guys were doing the 25-hour 20, broadcast. Yeah, we'll yes. talk about we'll that, talk about oh, that in a second. And I was at BlizzCon in Anaheim. That was incredible. I've gone to BlizzCon for about five years in a row, or six years. I think that's the sixth year. Wow. There was a year that they missed, so maybe this is five. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Who cares? Um... And I was, I was expecting a few things, and some of the things we weren't expecting they announced. Um, let's just run down the list. Yeah. Sombra. Yes. So Sombra was announced. Oh, Finally. Yeah. 
So if you listen to our Sombra. last Sombra. <laughs> I like her. I like yeah. her a lot. Sombra's good. I haven't played her yet, but I've been watching. She's really she's really upsetting the groups right now um, yeah. because of her abilities. One of the Wait, is she playable? She's yeah. playable in the public test realm right now. Oh, snap. So that's me tonight. Yeah. Well, after I get back from my going to a show. But anyway, right. uh, continue. Yeah, so Sombra, if you listen to our last podcast, I was pretty angry at Blizzard because they were teasing Sombra for about four or five months through an alternate reality game. And it felt like it was going on forever and ever and ever. And it just, it was annoying me to no end. And then they announced Sombra. And the way they did it, I don't know if you, you saw the video, John. I did. The way they did it at BlizzCon is they basically had this, you know, Mike Morheim was on stage. He's like, yeah, Overwatch was a great release. Here's like a behind the scenes look at launch day. And they did this video. It seemed like just a normal video. And then there was like a very slight glitch. And a few people were like, ooh. And I remember turning to my wife, I'm like, Sombra's coming. Yeah. And then the video kept going on and on and then glitch again. And then it just like, the whole place shut down. Complete pitch black. That's cool. And then all the lights in the, in the main stage started flickering and the screen started flickering and glitching and then Sombra took over. And it was one of the coolest moments I've ever been through in terms of like a video game type thing. And then I remember thinking, okay, maybe it was all worth it. I do still think that the, the ARG was a little bit too long, but I still think it was worth it. It paid off. Now with, with that experience, what you described is like, it's, I bet there was a lot of hype in the room, like the energy was building and this mm-hmm. type of experience. Um, you went back and rewatched it. Yes. I saw you tweeted about rewatching it. Did you have the same experience watching it from an outsider's perspective and not being in the room? Did you feel the same excitement? Yes and no. I definitely felt that same excitement. I got those chills, but the quality of the video was recorded. Actually, a friend of mine who works at Blizzard recorded that, and it wasn't as good, but it still brought back that memory. Right. Because, you know, people knew that Sombra was probably going to be announced, but they didn't know it was that moment. And it yeah. was just the way that video and the way that marketing played out in the in the arena or whatever they call it, in the main stage at that point was just incredible. Uh, Not to mention you're a marketing nerd. I am. Too. So that got me very excited. And I remember like you tweeted, you're just like, this is something that I want to work on. Like this yeah. is a project yeah. that just like it's a dream project. It is. Um, and I love that her whole like they put out a short film for her. Uh, which is now on the internet. You can go watch it. But now it's become a meme all across the internet of I'm in. I'm in. Hacking <laughs> the mainframes. Hacking the mainframes. I'm in. And boop. And boop. And boop, yeah. boop is everywhere. Uh, yeah, I saw one where she ended up kissing people. It's just, of course, there's fan fiction already. Well, there you go. It's, it's a thing. The internet but comes am, with it. I am just happy that finally someone can take care of Bastion. I know. And you don't have to leave it up to a stupid Genji. Yeah. Right? Because they usually don't do very well. Right. Well, I, I love her hacking ability. It shuts down shield. Well, actually, I don't because I play Reinhardt as my main. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That, that will be a little bit rough. But that's fine because I can recharge it. I'm not too worried. I got, I'm a tank. I'll fight through it. Screw Speaking you, of so Reinhardt, bro. one of the coolest things at BlizzCon this year was they flew in the cast or most of the cast of Overwatch, the ones who do yeah. the voice. Yeah. And that was incredible. You had Reinhardt and you had Tracer. Um, Sombra was there. She didn't really say many voice lines because at the time no one had played Sombra, so I think she was like hanging on to the, some Same of the stuff. Um, the voice actor of May was there. Mm. She is adorable. Yeah, there's a photo uh, of Diva. her and Lucio I saw on the internet. Oh, that video too. Yeah. Where, it's uh, Lucio, right? Yeah, Lucio was at just like Blizzard HQ. 
going around talking to everybody in the cast. It was so good. Which I saw that he's so a producer good. at Facebook in his yeah, first so full day. Yeah. Really? I have a yeah. buddy who works at Facebook and was over there a few weeks ago, and yeah. he's like, oh, hey, see that guy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's Lucio. And I'm like, what do you mean? Drop yeah. the beat! <laughs> so I was like, yeah, just go make a bunch of Lucio jokes. Well, him. then we're going to go over to the Facebook like, offices after this. Yeah, just let's like, go. Let's, <laughs> let's break it down! We're here to break it down <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what are some of the other things you saw at BlizzCon? What about um, the Diablo? Diablo. So I, I was hoping for a Diablo expansion. That didn't happen. But I think what we got was just as good. So they're basically bringing Diablo 1 into Diablo 3. And they have like this pin, pixel sense, sense technology where it looks like Diablo 1. Do we want that? Yes. I think so. Because <laughs> I remember playing Diablo 1 on a, I think it was a Windows 95 machine. Yeah. Or something like that. And at the time I was like, oh yeah, well it's just like it's a dungeon crawler. You keep going to the depths of hell. It's really awesome. And I remember my grandmother looking at it and being like, you should do better things with your time. This is evil. Yeah, exactly. You should maybe look at doing something else. And I was like, oh, I like this. Uh, but now when I look at trying to play, let's just say Warcraft 2, let's say the Tides of Darkness, it's pretty painful to look at nowadays compared to what we have. It's really hard to go back a gen, despite how good a game was, unless yep. it was NES and Super Nintendo or something like that, where it's yeah. in, the intention is very much to be just pixel art versus a 3D element that's pixelated horribly. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet. It's on the PTR right now, but I've heard very good things, and it's going to be an anniversary event. Oh, anniversary okay. event. Right so right. every year they're going to be, uh, this will be playable for a few weeks and then it'll go away. Oh. So I think it'll be nice to relive Diablo 1 and there's going to be some like mini events within that event. So it's it's interesting. It's not something that's going to be there all the time. Oh, that's what I was hoping for. Like I, I was really hoping it would be just you play Diablo 1. Yeah. In the Diablo 3 universe, like that that quality of graphics. It's just yeah. like, if I could do that with Diablo 2, which they kind of did with their character announcement, the mm -hmm. new playable character. Necromancer. Necromancer. He's back. He was my uh, main character in 2, because it was just raise all the skeletons, and then go to the cow level, and just see skeletons and cows fight it out. But the cow level doesn't exist, John. The, mm, <laughs> that's not what cows sound like. Not in, sort of. It's pretty, getting closer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Meow, Sabra. Well, uh, okay. No, I was really excited about that. Oh, uh, the big announcement. What was well, the big actually, one? for me, one thing that got me really excited, other than all the other things that got me excited, is the Overwatch League was announced. Yeah, how and do I, I join? I wrote it. Well, you have to stop sucking and become something other than wow. gold. But I wow. <laughs> John's crying. Shots. I wrote fire. a blog post. Fire, fun. <laughs> I wrote a blog post on the full screen arcade. Well, fullscreenarcade.com. And basically what it's going to be is for eligible players, so players who aren't gold or platinum, or you have to be very high up you all to be go eligible. straight to hell. <laughs> Blizzard has basically made a platform that's launching next year for eligible players to try out for local teams to support, to like represent their local cities in major cities across the world. They will offer base salaries and benefits. Wow. Well, guys, this has been a great podcast. Uh, I resign. See you later. Yeah. I've played Overwatch with John. <coughs> we'll see you later, guys. And this might be a bad decision. Packing up my bags. <laughs> <laughs> Just put my stuff in. I'm going to go for it. Um, Bye, John. But when they announced that, the salaries and the base and the and the benefits, that just, like, exploded the, the main stage. Because that, to, to this day, it's always been something that 
gamers kind of worry about. They want to pursue a, a, a profession as a gamer. Right. But they don't know if they're going to get paid. Hey, I saw there's several trade colleges that allow you to become game testers. You can train to become a game tester. Uh, I, I know it's an awful job. <laughs> I tried it once. I couldn't do it. Uh, no, but that's it's just like when I look at the Riot community and why they rioted against them mm-hmm. about the just the fee distribution and people participating in sponsorships, who is, who isn't, uh, the fact that the separate teams have to run their own divisions. Of course, we have some teams here at full screen that are part of our network. And their mm-hmm. thing is, it's just like the security. It's just like if you're an athlete, you know, oftentimes if you join a sports team, you have that security of you are guaranteed yeah. X fee over the course of a year, and it's not yep. banked off of your winnings so much as your winnings would be an increase in your salary. Right. But if you do happen to win the World Series, you get a then little you get bit a bonus. of bonus. Yeah, exactly. So looking at this is just like, wow, the makers of the game are investing into the careers of these budding players. Siegel, I think, deserves a salary for his abilities. It's just like yeah. he is incredible at this game. He's an incredible player. I know there's plenty more out there that are to be discovered, especially if it's a bunch of teams that are essentially taking care of this fashion. I think it's a fantastic thing for the the gaming scene and for the esports scene. Period. Yeah, I think this could completely change the esports industry. And and you know something like this, sponsors are going to be throwing their money at Blizzard. Oh yeah. So this is definitely going to. But Tim, if you if you had the opportunity to become a professional gamer, yeah, would this help you make that decision? Now I know it's a very stretch, like long out I there mean, stretch of imagination I'm like for you. Pretty close to making that decision already. Um, uh, shower with your dad simulator is not a professional game. It's not. You can't okay. play that with other people. It's a single player experience. I was under the impression that it was, but. It's okay. We'll still get you, you know, a jersey. You can still wear your jersey. Okay. My, the yeah. shower of my dad jersey. Yeah. It's always wet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, would you do it? But I think. <laughs> would I do what? Shower, shower with your with dad. dad. Yeah. Um, no, you know. esports. Um, I do think, like, getting. I think I think that makes a lot of sense, and getting a salary and benefits is like, yeah, who wouldn't who wouldn't that like help make that extra step towards like, yeah, let's pursue this. And when I look at what makes a YouTube channel successful, oftentimes it is dedicating yourself to a singular property. Although that does yeah. cut you off from brand deals, this is a heck of a way for a company it's to a say, whole new world. This is a great player. I want to lock them up underneath my title. Therefore. Further marketing, should there be any social promotions across uh-huh. the board? Um, they're solely playing my games so they even get better at it, and then we can tour them, all these things. It's just like, that's a way to take a gamer out of market from other potential games, yeah. di- distracting them. Yep. Which is an issue in the YouTube sphere. It's just like, there's been a fair number of really popular Call of Duty players who build up their base on that. Maybe the most recent Call of Duty makes them upset, or they don't like the way it's functioning, so they switch games and their audience pivots out. Now Activision has lost their key marketing. Yeah. And so they have no ability to lock that up in exclusivity. Is that dangerous? Is that good? I think it's good for the player. Is it... Well, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Is that bad for the overall marketing abilities of other companies, other gaming companies, to have a person locked up like that? I don't know. Right. So that's something I want yeah, to I think about. It, yeah. I think we'll have to see this play out. Right. Because there's, there's got to be in the contracts, because they did say there will be contracts for not only the teams, but the players as well. So in those contracts, who knows what, what's going to be in yeah. there. So I, we're going to have to wait and see what the salaries are like, what the contracts say, what the benefits are like. Um, but I do think this is a step in the right direction for esports. I think Heroes of the Storm will probably be next. Mm-hmm. 
I think at some point there'll be some sort of integration with Hearthstone. I know there's no teams in Hearthstone, but there might be like in-game tournaments mm. and stuff like that. World of Warcraft arenas might have this, but I think Overwatch is a great first step. Well, I think even StarCraft with its international appeal, I feel like StarCraft's still pretty prevalent, especially oh, it's international. huge. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, all these extensions make total sense. I think it's a great thing for the space. I, I, I would toss my money at it because I want to be a part of those teams. So if anybody sure. wants to start a team with me, just message me on Twitter. Howard said you're not good, though. It's fine. That's it's Practice makes perfect, right? Yeah, that's true. There it is. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. What else was there? Was there? Did you buy any of the merch? Um, did I buy merch? I bought... You got the goodie bag. I got the goodie bag, which had this World of Warcraft 10th anniversary Stein. Not a World of Warcraft. It was a BlizzCon 10th anniversary Stein. Like a beer Stein? Stein? Yeah. yeah. It was like legit porcelain and metal. Mm. It weighs like as much as this. It's very heavy. Wow. It was, it was legit. And they had a few other things in there. But I also bought the uh, Pachimari from Overwatch, the thing you oh, yeah. we, the we punched a million times yeah. in the arcade. Um, and a few pops, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But one thing they had really cool at BlizzCon this year is for people who are physically attending, they had a blink store. Kind of like, you know, uh, a mage can blink very quickly. Yeah. So basically, you buy your items online, and you get a QR code. And then you walk up to the window. You don't have to wait in that massive line. You walk up to the window at any point during BlizzCon. They sh you show them the QR code. They scan it. They get your items, and you go. Nice. It was incredible. Oh, my. That's That should change everything. Like, I look at the... Uh Everything should function that way. Yeah. Because <laughs> I see, like, the, the Funko lines at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. You can't get into it. Even yeah. if you're waiting for six hours in the morning to try to get first into the entry there, they cap the line at, like, 20, 30 people, and then yeah, all the items are gone. Um, so that's an old experience. And I look at the TwitchCon, people wanting to get the that hoodies. Hoodie, man. Mm. Five hours of waiting in line just to get that hoodie. Uh, so I think it's a great way to handle merchandise distribution, and as long as you don't buy it and then upsell it on eBay, I'm cool. Uh, well, I'm very jealous. I wish I was there. But instead, while you were having fun in the world of Azeroth and in the world of Tristram, uh, we were here in the lobby of full screen, right, Tim? Close yep. enough. We kicked it off. Oh, we did. And I, I, what did we kick it off with? 3D World? Super Mario 3D World, I want to yeah. say? A game I had never played before in my life. But you were great. And I played more of that game than I think I would have played in my whole life combined oh yeah well we did a lot of things that i thought so much that uh we did more than i thought i would ever do in my life uh including uh eating hot sauce yeah eating what was the hot sauce Mad that we dog had? 357 it's what? a ghost pepper it's a ghost pepper hot sauce yeah and what's the scoville unit the, do you know i want to say that one is the 357 357,000 yeah i think well if we look at the playback of the video, and I'll, I'll find the clip somewhere. Uh, so we had a thing called Plunko, which is anytime we got a $100 donation during trademark. the broadcast, uh, it is, yeah, trademark Plunko, <laughs> uh, we would toss the, the puck down the little chute, and whatever it landed on is what we'd have to do. Um, and oftentimes it would land on hot sauce. Mm -hmm. And there was one time where we did two of them. One landed on hot sauce, and one landed on reading a fan fiction. Of which the fan oh, fiction yes. was a um, Green Arrow fan fiction, I think it was. Was it Green Arrow or who was it? It was Green Lantern. Green Lantern, Green Lantern. Fan, Green Lantern fan fiction. So I had to read a sensual fan fiction, <laughs> but right before it, I took some hot sauce. and my things more spicy. My mouth mm. became swollen. My lips were bright red. <laughs> oh, no. They were 
just stinging. I was sweating horribly. Uh -huh. I thought I was going to die. You like can't talk. Like this is not the time. Goes. This is not the time for me to die. No. Uh, but a lot of people <laughs> continued to have hot sauce throughout the evening. Uh, Adam just kept saying on air at all points, like, I'll just do hot sauce right now. I'll I was thinking, it. I'll take another care. spoonful. He's insane. Yeah, he just He's kept so taking insane. spoonfuls of hot sauce. Um, one poor unfortunate soul who was a guest um, had the hot sauce after they lost what we call Yoshi racing. Mm. Which, if nobody's done Yoshi racing before, what you do is you load up Super Smash Brothers, uh, the most recent one for Wii U. You set it to the competitive mode with eight players, and you put in all CPU Yoshis at level nine, and you just let them fight. <laughs> and you chant, and you scream, and you say, come on yellow, come on red, come on green. And unfortunately, the person who lost in the final 1v1 battle, it ended up being a boyfriend-girlfriend who were in the final thing. Go figure. Uh, the guy lost. Go figure. Uh -oh. And he had to take some hot sauce. And oh, poor boy. fella, he was the red Yoshi, and he looked like a red Yoshi after right after that. taking that. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt for one second. The code word is Yoshi. If you tweet Yoshi at, at Arcade on Twitter, we will give you an Abzu code for the PS4. What? All right, continue. So there was tons of things that were happening all throughout the evening. We sang PPAP. So constantly. I'm sad I missed that. So yeah, many times. So many times. Uh, at one point, we had to sing it as Donald Trump. <laughs> that was a very late night so, choice. So depressing. Uh, so we did that. We played through PT, uh, which is the horrifying uh, mini, was a, it's a playable trailer for essentially what it would be a Silent Hill game. It was Guillermo del Toro and oh. who is the co-creator of that one? Blinked. It's all good, but it's terrifying. So we were playing that about 2 a.m. Uh, it was scary. We put in some. Uh, we had the people sitting behind them put on uh, Five Minutes at Freddy's masks and creep behind them while he was playing. So good. It was pretty funny. I think I was there. I finally got there when that was being played, and I was just. I remember thinking to myself, "This must make people pee their pants in VR." It's well, yeah. Oh man, I don't. I, I, can't, I can't even I can't imagine. imagine. I don't yeah. even want to touch those types of games in VR. I feel like that is, of all the choices you could make. Imbibing hot sauce, sure. Singing PPAP constantly, whatever. Why not? Putting on a Make America Great Again hat and singing a song, sure. Playing PT in VR, nah. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Nah, bro. I'm leaving. Don't want it. I'm out. Do not want it. It's awful. Yeah. Do no, it's, it. it's horrifying. And tons of jump scares, I can't do it. Anything with jump scares, I just can't handle. So we tried playing some spoopy games, uh, but then immediately I hopped over to Overwatch and we played a lot of that. Which I did learn, and this is not going to help me for my gold case that I'm dealing with right now. Uh, because it was open on my account for a good few hours, I saw that some people were playing on competitive. Oh, no. On your account? Yeah, and I'm a good 700 oh. points down from where I was. Oh, boy. So, um, considering the end of seasons in about, I don't know, a week and a half, and I'm going on vacation right. in a week, looks like John ended this season at gold. Unless I turn something around. You can do it. I have, I'll be cheering I have you four on. or five days to turn myself around. So. Let's do another 25-hour stream tonight. Well, that was something that they were actually requesting during the... We, okay. Oh, was it started all over, right? Start all over. Oh, it became a hashtag that morning. So, well, one thing, we planned the event during daylight savings time. We were absolute idiots for that. We did 
25 yeah. hours total. Bad, bad decisions. Bad decisions. At 1 a.m., I saw it go to 2 a.m. and then back to 1 a.m. Uh, again. It was really weird. You must have thought you were delusional at that I point. I thought I was dying. I thought at that point, I'm like, I've, I'm in the twilight zone. I'm never ending. This thing's never Time ending. Dilation. But I didn't feel as delusional then as I did when it rolled around 8, was it 7 a.m.? Uh-huh. And I decided, you know what? I can usually beat Super Mario World in about 40 minutes. I'm going to do that. Uh-oh. That playthrough took me two hours and ten <laughs> minutes that morning. Oh. My hands were just jello. My speech was slurred. Uh-huh. I was not in a good place. No. And I apologize to any audience member that was watching at that given Sleep point in time. deprivation is a... Hell of a drug. It's a bad drug. It is not something like don't you. don't do sleep deprivation, kids. Nope, don't do it. Stay away from it, cause that was it was rough. It was rough, and that was the thing. It was just like I'm like oh I'm gonna speed run, and then everybody in the chat was like this is no longer a speed run. Like this, this is not even a run. This is a crawl. And then it hit a point where they were like, hey, you know what? You're like one life to die. Just start all over. Start the whole stream over. Start all over. Start all over. So they started chanting, start all oh, over. Man. And I don't know how I became John is Dawn, too. That became a hashtag. John is Dawn. <laughs> I don't John is Dawn is something. John, John is done, maybe. I'm sure there's a lot you don't remember about that stream. I don't remember much, yeah. to be honest. So I tried watching it's some of the playback. Uh, fun note, actually, this is something we learned during the broadcast. So we streamed for 25 hours during that day. And YouTube, on its VODs, only stores 11 hours and 50 minutes yeah. a piece. This mm. is very interesting. So it's split into two sections. So we have... Essentially, what is that? 22, 20, close to 24 hours total. So yeah. we're missing a good hour of footage. So weird. So YouTube's VOD. Good to know. Is That is something we learned. For all of you looking to do 25-hour streams out there. Yeah. And I'm on my YouTube page right now. There, My second stream, I guess it was split into the first one. I think that's probably when you guys had that crash, the internet outage. It was yeah. five oh, hours yeah. and 37 minutes. And then the second one, 19 hours. And it's still processing. It's still oh, processing. From almost a week ago. Wow. Oh, geez. YouTube has no idea what to do with this. Yeah, it doesn't know what to do with that That's footage. That's insane. Uh, so there's, <laughs> it's, it does a lot of weird things when you're broadcasting for that long, but I, I loved it. We had our first, my first ever, 1080p, 60 frames per second, perfect stream. Mm -hmm. My Super computer nice. was in heaven. <laughs> but that was because our bandwidth for that broadcast was 800 up, 800 down. That's pretty good. It's just so ridiculous. I've never seen that before. Mm -mm. At home, I run Blinding. 10. Yeah. 10 up, 10 down. I'm like, oh, I'm great. Wait, no, I'm 100 up. I'm 100 down, 10 up. Uh, but I've never seen that before. So internet providers of the world, please, Make please everything. give us the ability to do proper streams in the future. Please. Yep. And I think the best part about this stream is we raised almost $3,000 for yes. kids. Beep, 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 beep. Exactly. No, that was huge. We had so a lot awesome. of awesome donors from all around the world come together uh, to raise funds for the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And I was so happy. This was, we, we, oh, we more than doubled what we had raised previously. Yeah. Uh, uh, previous streams, we raised uh, $1,200 to $1,500, this time going to three. I felt great about it. A lot of people had a great time. We had two awesome streamers. Well, we had three people hop on the air, actually. So we had uh, Rim Glare, uh, who was broadcasting fully in Spanish. He broadcast mm. for 16 hours during that broadcast. Ooh, nice. uh, Zoe Breca, uh, who is an awesome streamer as well. She was broadcasting from Canada. Really awesome partner. And so she was on the air for, I think, five hours, I think, in the morning of. Uh, and then we had Candy Dreamer hop in later yeah. in the evening and start streaming as well for the support. So huge support from the community super for all the people hanging out. Super grateful to have you there. We're definitely going to do more of these broadcasts in the future. 
probably not of this scale until next year uh, because there was a lot of stuff that went into it and a lot of giveaways. Yeah. And I just want to say thanks again to all the sponsors who supported us during the broadcast. Bandai Namco, Square Enix, ILO, uh, Game Show. Who else would we get? 505. 505 Games did an awesome. They gave us so many codes to get to And we everybody. still have codes. We've been giving away codes on Twitter and through our email like and Facebook week. for the, the whole week. And that's the thing. And that's why I wish we had more. Like, we, we gave more away during the broadcast, but we're making up for it and we're going to keep them going. Yeah. Also, a big thank you to Red Bull, who powered us through the yes. event. They sent Necessary. so many cases of Red Bull. I have a case right now next to my desk, which I may end up drinking probably in another hour and a half is when I'll pound one of those babies down. I think the next stream uh, we need to get Doritos and Monster Energy Drink on board. Okay, Poppy. All I right, I get idea. it. Thanks, Poppy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was great. We had a great time. We ate a lot of junk food. My I slept for 16 hours the next day. And I, my brain is slowly coming back to Good reality. But overall, a fantastic event, and we Super definitely want to have more. We had another event last night, too, where we saw several uh, arcade members hanging out with us. Could you talk a little bit about what that was? Yeah, so last night we had um, a community event for a bunch of full-screen networkers. Um, we went to a barcade called Button Mash down in Silver Lake here in L.A., um, and it was just like a super fun time to hang out and play all these awesome arcade games, have a couple of drinks, eat food hang out with each other, talk talk shop about YouTube and what it's like running channels, all that good stuff. Yeah, so we had a lot of Super fun. really great people hanging out with us, and we got to talk through, you know, strategies while we were playing, you know, Donkey Kong. It was just an awesome yep. event. Um, one of my highlights was actually uh, Parker, who works here at the company. There's a game called Ice Cold Beer. It's ridiculous. Which I'd say look up the game. It's pretty interesting. It's just a metal rod in which you balance a uh, little metal ball on, similar yeah. to a pinball, and you have to raise it holes. up. Yeah, there's a bunch of holes. So it's like one of those little – I used to have a wooden one as a kid. Yeah. But just look it up. Look up Ice Cold Beer, uh, the arcade, arcade game. Arcade game. And he got over 100, so that was 10 times he went through the series. Yeah. And then eventually he gave up. And but he it was gave one of those it to things. me and uh... – I got one more. He got one more. He got the one. And so then I died. Yeah, so definitely look, definitely look up the game because it was ridiculous what he was capable it's of like doing last night. I learned it was like his true calling in life to play that game. Hey. He's so good at it. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. No. It's crazy. It was, it was just, just, I don't know. flawless. Flawless victory all over. So good. Uh, what else is going on in the world, guys? Anything you want to promote, talk about, things you're doing? Howard's streaming this week, right? I have been streaming. I've oh. been streaming primarily Hearthstone. I'm getting prepared for Mean Streets of Kazakhstan. Oh, that's a new expansion, right? It is. Um, and it looks great. They're slowly revealing a bunch of the cards. They're, I think they're going to have over 130 cards again coming out sometime in early December. Mm -hmm. um, I've been streaming that mainly because I worked a lot on my stream overlay. And it looks gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so happy with it. Are you it. so excited? Very excited. Are you using Game Show now? As I your, am. Yeah. yeah, we've been giving away a bunch of games, Game Show uh, licenses, mainly because John and I have been using Game Show, and it's fantastic. It's honestly, like, when I look at previously using XSplit and OBS, Game Show uses less RAM. It's a clean interface. You can export templates, so if you're on the go or need to hook up to another PC, you can keep those with you. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful streaming system that directly connects to Twitch, Hitbox, and YouTube right now. And they are so on it when it comes to updates. I f feel like every week or so, they have a pretty decent update. They provide the betas to their community for free, which is great. And um, speaking of integrations, Twitch alerts, or what previously was Twitch alerts, 
is now called Streamlabs. And because they, and they made the change, I don't know why they initially made the change, but they now support YouTube. So if you have sponsorships or subscribers or uh, chat, you can integrate that directly into Game Show as well. Wow, wait, directly in? Through, game, through Streamlabs. So you have to have a Streamlabs account, right? but they have a widget within Game Show that connects to your Streamlabs account. Get out of here. Yeah, it's great. Because I was using like a hackaround solution because I love doing those little pop-up alerts. I was using like, uh, I was using Twitch alerts for a while when I was on Twitch, but then when I went to YouTube, I had to do like some weird like program algorithm mm. thing where I'd check my API through Google and then it would pull like, oh, a new subscriber came in, then it would take that name of the user, add a little gift to it. This sounds way more simple. Oh, it's so good. So definitely recommend if you are looking for the proper streaming solution or at least the switchboard for you when you're out there streaming, Game Show is a fantastic platform. I can't wait to see all the new things they're going to be incorporating over the next few years, and especially as the streaming space becomes more mature, better quality. I know they're going to be a heavy player, so start yeah. using it now. Unlike OBS, it is a paid software, but it's totally worth it. Um, and if you don't have the funds right now, we may be able to help you out. I don't know. On Twitter, we're going to be giving away a few codes, so head over to Full Screen Art. No, Arcade Gaming on Twitter, and we'll we'll throw a few at people. Ooh, see. see what happens. See, he's way too nice. He's like he's like the Santa Claus of game show. I sure. You know what he's we should like do? Canadian we should do like a twelve show. days of giveaway thing on Twitter for Christmas. Oh, now, the you're, now you're just crazy, Larry. I'm just crazy. <laughs> Drive me crazy or whatever he says in that commercial. I'm doing. I'm butchering it. I don't care. I'm not a commercial actor. Okay. You're not. That's for sure. I am a gold Overwatch player exactly. and proud of it. I'm proud of my I'm proud not, of it. I'm not proud of my gold. I'm not, <laughs> I can't lie about it. Oh, I, John. Yeah. You created something on Xbox yesterday. Oh, I did. What Ex did you create? Well, you see, here's the thing. Xbox, for the longest time, has had issues when it comes to, I want to play, let's say, Destiny. I loved Destiny when it first came out. And when the raids came, I'm just like, yes. When I played WoW, I was a huge raider. I could not find a group to play with. So I had to use like Destiny looking for group uh, websites and all these things to try to find people to play with. And it was just a pain. I'm like, I just want to sit down. I want to hop in. I want to experience the content of which is on my Xbox. Haha! -ha. But Xbox comes out with holiday updates. And guess what we have now? Looking for group. So that's uh -huh. a cool thing that they've introduced. So now you can find other players for whatever title you're playing. Let's say you want to play Overwatch. You want to build a team. You type in looking for group. Hey guys, playing Overwatch. I play a man of a Reinhardt and looking for a Lucio to go in Can with me. Can you filter people who are gold out? <laughs> I bet you could type it in there. Oh, I bet man. you could just type it in there and you'll get what you want, Howard. Okay, okay, that's right. Just, you go sit Howard in that. You go sit in your chair. Um, but Jeez. something that I so but to help facilitate all these groups coming together, we started the full screen arcade club on Xbox because now you have clubs. Uh, similar to the groups of forums and stuff like that all yeah. over the internet. So we have a full screen arcade club where join that, you'll be able to see who's online, what are they playing, you can send friend invites. I got a few uh, yesterday after I launched it. Uh, definitely recommend hopping in if you are an Xbox One or Xbox app user. Uh, it's a great opportunity to connect with us. We also have our Discord server, which is up pretty much all day long while we're here in the office. So feel free to chat with us. We were exchanging some Overwatch memes back and forth today, which were pretty funny. Uh, I will at some point figure out where to put the Discord widget on the Full Screen Arcade yeah. website. So stay tuned for that. But make sure to follow us on Twitter because we'll be linking it out. 
uh, periodically. Absolutely. So you can find out all about these things through our Twitter, Arcade Gaming, or on the website, fullscreenarcade.com. I think that's it, guys. We got so. it. We covered everything. All everything. of it. If you guys have questions about uh, best practices or whatever it might be, I did post a, a new article on fullscreenarcade.com about your descriptions. It's titled, Your Descriptions Suck. Because what we found here at Fullscreen is that a lot of descriptions don't cover the necessary bits and pieces to rank you in search. Mm-hmm. So check out that. You might be able to find some tips. You mean tips. you shouldn't just put like a bunch of tags in your description? Oh, it's against terms of service, Tim. This oh. is why you got suspended from YouTube, Tim. This is why your channel got shut down. Oh. Mm. You were like, oh, I'm getting all these great views. Yeah, because you're kind of baiting them. Yeah. Spamming? You're spamming. But yeah, you if you have questions, that. send them to us on Twitter. And we'll be happy to answer them in a future podcast. Yeah. Perfect. I think we should just do a whole Q&A podcast. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes. I like it. So send your questions at our Arcade Gaming. You can also connect with us on our individual Twitters. You can connect with me at KawaiiGuyLA. You can also connect with Howard at Pinsky. And at Tim at BadGamerTim. Yep, that's me. So feel free to connect with all of us on the Twitters. And we will talk to you next time, which might be, maybe we'll have it before Thanksgiving. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we could probably squeeze one or in there. Or on Thanksgiving, because everyone's looking forward to our podcast. It uh, is a Thanksgiving look, miracle. Just because you're Canadian and you celebrated Thanksgiving a month ago doesn't mean that we have to come in and do a podcast. No, I, we don't have to record it on Thanksgiving. He doesn't, oh, he, he, he doesn't know that we're not live. Wait, he we're not live right now? He does not know. Hello? It. It's oh. okay. Are you guys out there? <laughs> all right, all right. We're going to leave oh, him. No. Leave him in the room. Bye, Tim. Uh, wait. Bye. Oh, guys. See you later, Tim. Help me. Help. Get some water. Me.